Hi, I'm Larry Reed, and you're listening to the Libertarian Christian Podcast. Welcome to the show that gets Christians thinking about faith and politics. Get ready to challenge the statist quo, expand your imagination, and tackle controversy head on. Let's stand together at the intersection of faith and freedom. It's time for the Libertarian Christian Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Libertarian Christian Podcast, a project of the Libertarian Christian Institute. I'm Doug Stewart, and today I have a short episode for you. I hope, though, that its brevity will be made up for the fact that it's Judge Andrew Napolitano. I mean, what better guests could we ask for to join us for the Libertarian Christian Podcast? I recently spoke with the judge to ask him what he thought of the Trump presidency, how does his faith interplay with his libertarian politics, also a few other questions like... What can citizens do to protect ourselves against an unjust state? I hope you enjoy the conversation. Judge, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Doug. So when I was becoming a libertarian roughly a decade ago, you were one of those major influences, and it was very clear to me that you saw your Christian, your Christian and Catholic faith as part of why you are a libertarian. Could you uh, elaborate a little bit on how does your Christian faith interplay with your liberty-loving perspective? Well, traditional... Uh First of all, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, my friend. And uh, what I know to be a happy and simpatico audience. Oh, yes, indeed. And traditional Christianity uh, teaches the principle of uh, what St. Thomas Aquinas called subsidiarity, which means that uh, the least government force or power should be exercised to address an issue, and the government that is closest to the issue being addressed, not the biggest government and not the most force. I mean, this was something that Jefferson and Madison uh, believed in, as did many of the founding fathers, which is the reason for which we have a constitution that only gives 16 unique, discrete powers to the federal government and expressly reserves all other powers to the states. In, in the view of the founding fathers, and of course we are oceans away from this today, but in the view of the founding fathers, the states would row the oar of government. And you could, I'm now flipping around historically, do as Ronald Reagan said, vote with your feet. So if you don't like the taxes in New Jersey, you can move to the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. If, excuse me, of Pennsylvania. If you don't like the regulation in Massachusetts, you can move to uh, New Hampshire. But more, the more centralization of power there is in Washington, D.C., the less opportunity you have to effectuate it, and therefore the, less, the fewer choices you have, and therefore the less freedom. Now, this is a two-minute summary of what one could write a book on, how the principle of subsidiarity militates in favor uh, of a libertarian uh, view of government. But consistent with the principle of subsidiarity is the even more fundamental principle of natural rights, which is that our rights come from our humanity, and our humanity is a gift of God. And the greatest gift he has given us is the one that uh, it causes us most to be like him, which is our freedom. We have perfect freedom. I have the freedom to jump off a building if I want. I have the freedom to do evil. I have the freedom to, to do good. I have the freedom to satiate myself. I have the freedom to restrain myself. Freedom is the default position. We are born with these freedoms. Government is essentially the negation of freedom. 
again, I've just given you a, a two-minute version of an explanation of natural law. I'm actually finishing up a 500-page, 1,100-footnote legal treatise called Natural Law, Constitutionalism in America, Theory and History. And it traces the movement of the natural law from the mouth and the pen of St. Thomas Aquinas into some very famous uh, Supreme Court decisions as well. So that's the, the, the answer to your question. The principle of natural rights and subsidiarity uh, militates in favor of limited government. Now, a lot of people say they believe in the Declaration of Independence, which says our rights are inalienable. Particularly people in the government say this, but they don't mean it because they then use the tyranny of the majority, you know, a majority of the people in the Congress, to write any law or regulate any behavior or tax any event irrespective of our natural rights. Very, very, very few people in government respect subsidiarity, that government is best which governs least, and natural rights, our rights come from our humanity and can't be taken away by, a, by the majority. They can only be taken away if our behavior causes us to waive our rights. Well, you and I know that the state is uh, rap sometimes rapidly and sometimes not so rapidly encroaching on our freedoms, and it can do do things that can cause individuals harm. Uh, you once said that the camera is the new gun in terms of protection because it can protect us by capturing injustices, either you know through uh, video or audio recording. What are some other tools modern citizens can sort of nonviolently arm ourselves with uh, to defend against state injustice? Well, you know, at the time I said the camera is the new gun, which I know, and I'm flattered by that quotation. It goes back to, I think, to my Freedom Watch days when yes, I had a show at, yeah. at Fox Business, which was a rallying cry for uh, many libertarians. And quite frankly, it was a tragedy when they killed it. We have attempted to resurrect it in an Internet show here at Fox. The, the new platform at Fox is called Fox Nation, and the Internet show is called Liberty File. It's essentially the same as Freedom Watch. Uh, but when I said that, um, cell phones, iPhones, you know, smartphones, I don't know if they call them smartphones anymore, were not as adept as they are today. I mean, today, you can record almost anything uh, and use it as a, uh, as, a, as a weapon. You know, you can record the police arresting you without them knowing it. You can, you can record government hassling you without agents from, uh, from the government knowing it. So at the end of uh, Liberty File, I always look at the camera and, says, and say something like, who in the government is driving you crazy now? What has the government done to you lately? Tell us in an email. And sometimes people give us very graphic and very descriptive and very well-documented things because they've been able to, hmm. uh, to record it. So the camera is still the new gun, but the camera has gotten a lot better, faster, uh, longer, smaller, easier to operate. I'm not in favor of surveillance by the government, but I, I will use my own iPhone to protect myself. Yeah, it's also more affordable, so you don't have to be wealthy to have these sort of means to capture this. Right, right, right. In your opinion, as you see sort of where our country might be headed, what are some of the greatest threats to liberty that you see on the horizon? What should we watch out for? Well, I think the, the greatest threat to liberty is the, is the failure to, to monitor the government. You know, the uh, confirmation hearings of Bill Barr are being held this week, and everybody's asking about Mueller. The confirmation hearings for Brett Kavanaugh uh, back in October, and everybody's asking about his alleged, I don't think they were proven, alleged youthful indiscretions. 
these are two people who, though holding themselves out as faithful to the Constitution, are profound supporters of the surveillance state, and nobody asks those questions. Now, maybe Rand Paul would ask those questions if he were on the Judiciary Committee, but he's not on it. And the mainstream Republicans and Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee are in favor of the surveillance state because they have bought the intelligence community's mantra that we need to spy on you in order to uh, keep you safe. I mean, the surveillance state will bring 1984 here. I know we're past that chronologically, but I'm using that uh, as a metaphor because of the title of George Orwell's terrifying book in which the government knew everything that you were doing and eventually knew what you were thinking. So my fear is the sort of amendment by consent that is where the Constitution is amended because nobody objects. The NSA spies on us and the Congress looks the other way. The president declares war and the Congress looks uh, the other way. The president uses drones to kill people or the CIA to wage a war in hopes that the press won't find about it and the Congress looks the other way. So it's the failure to safeguard our liberties which will be their undoing. Congress is of the view that they can do whatever they want by minority vote. They can't. They can't take away our natural rights, and they can't exceed the confines of the Constitution. But they do it every day, and they get away with it all the time. Mm. So if you could give uh, Trump a report card, what would he be earning right now as a grade? And, I mean, is, this, is it going to get any better or worse as he uh, completes his term? It's probably unfair to ask me uh, to grade uh, a president because the modern presidency has far too many uh, powers that Madison and Jefferson uh, would never have uh, never have consented to. Uh, but let's just say this, and, and I've been a friend, of, a personal friend of Trump's for 30 years. He's far more an authoritarian than a libertarian. In fact, I don't think there's anything libertarian about him. Mm. So my grading of him would be very, very, very low. Uh, because I live in New Jersey, that has high uh, state and local taxes, his so-called tax uh, uh, reduction is actually an increase for me. And uh, this is just no way to run or mm. to shrink the government. He's borrowing a trillion dollars a year that uh, the in, the principal will never be paid back. The government never pays back the principal. It only pays interest. That's why they still have a $21 trillion uh, debt. I was actually spending more money than George H.W. Bush did, and Bush was waging useless wars. And he's spending more money than Barack Obama did, and Barack Obama was trying to redistribute wealth. So um, I'm not a fan of his presidency at all. And from a libertarian perspective, uh, it would be the lowest possible grade. Everybody has their opinion on Trump for a variety of reasons. What should we grade a president on? Fidelity to the Constitution. Uh, and we haven't had uh, presidents who were faithful to the Constitution in the modern era. Well, I think Calvin Coolidge may have vetoed some bills that he thought were unconstitutional. Grover Cleveland made a big deal out of doing that. These are not uh, presidents who stand in the uh, hierarchy of great presidents. The, the hierarchy is prepared by the big government types that uh, love um, 
Lincoln and FDR, but these are presidents who said, you know, I like this legislation and I wish I could do this, but the Constitution doesn't authorize us to do it. Yeah, we need more of that. Well, Judge, I uh, I know you have uh, limited time with us today. Thank you for being with us. If our listeners want to hear more from you, they can just Google your name or search you on YouTube and they could find probably hundreds of hours of uh, your material. Thank you again for joining us. All the best, Doug. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Libertarian Christian Podcast. If you liked today's episode, we encourage you to rate us on Apple Podcasts to help expand our audience. If you want to reach out to us, email us at podcast at libertarianchristians.com. You can also reach us at LCI Official on Twitter. And of course, we are on Facebook and have an active group. You are welcome to join. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. The Libertarian Christian Podcast is a project of the Libertarian Christian Institute, a registered 501c3 nonprofit. The audio engineers were Doug Stewart and Jason Rink, and voiceovers were by Matthew Bellis and Caitlin Horn. If you'd like to find out more about the LCI, please visit us on the web at www.libertarianchristians.com. Music